Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Croc, a.k.a. Andres Podcast. The great state of Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'd like to thank everyone out on the east side of the state. Detroit, I was just there with my man, Parlay, Sean. Great times. I love it. Harry's in Detroit. Love you guys. Love the food. Love the breakfast stuff. I'd like to thank my buddy, Ron, for showing up today. Hey, Dre, how you doing this morning? Pretty good, my nice man. Nice day, huh? Beautiful. Beautiful Sunny day. Yeah. I haven't seen you Great. in about a week and a half. Am I right? about that. Yeah, that's yes. about right, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, I know this is the big weekend, Michigan-Ohio State game. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to really talk about that, right? Because Ron and I are not sports people in this episode. When I have Parlay Sean, I'm a sports guy. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into sports then, right? Yeah. Exactly. There you go. But I am going to, in the near future, hopefully by tomorrow or Monday, I'm going to go recap on the Detroit Lions and Green Bay Packer game on Thanksgiving. Detroit lost again, 12, uh, seven years in a row. Uh, we can blame the moon for that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we lost. Uh, but I'm going to talk about that a little bit a little later. Today, we're just going to talk about Thanksgiving weekend and what we did on what's going on. Ron's little, little kitty cat, the old one, yeah, just the passed away. Yeah, one passed away. So uh, that was kind of hard, but uh, she's in a better place now. And, you know, with, when you own animals and stuff, um, they're, they're, they're part of the family. I mean, that 19 years, that's a long time. Um, we got her when she was a kitten. Um, and uh, you get pretty close to animals like that. And dogs, too. I'm not leaving them out. Um, but, um, yeah, they're, they're like family. You get to know them and you love them just like you would anybody else, you know. Um, except you have to you have to feed them and take care of them, of course. But that's all in it. So yeah, it, it was it was hard. But I'm I'm better now. She's in a better place. So with yeah. her brothers and sisters. So I'll tell you what. Dogs and cats and all that and animals. I think that they're a great way of teaching kids about uh, life and death. Yeah, responsibilities. The responsibilities too, yeah. and mm-hmm. that, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's a good way of teaching your kids. You know how to take care of their kids someday. I mean, of course, you want to treat your kids well so they understand that uh, as they get older and they want kids of their own they mm-hmm. that's how the, they treat you yeah kid. exactly yeah they're, they're they kids. have an idea how to take care of the but dogs and cats are, are unique because <coughs> they don't live forever no they don't they don't live as long as human beings do hopefully most of us can live a lot longer than 55 and grow up to like 69 or 112 or whatever it is but it was, you know, when I first had my first, I was afraid of dogs when I first yeah, I'd had some. Like that. Well, sure. it's, yeah, well, it's well, where I grew up, mm-hmm. stray dogs, mm-hmm. it's a horrible thing. Yeah. They, yeah, you they don't bite trust you, they them, nip you at you. Yeah, that's right. Rabies and the whole rabies. bit. Sure. Well, just anything. And they mm-hmm. will bite you. Those stray dogs will bite you where I grew up for my first five years. So when I came to America and my, my parents had a, Charlie and Stinker. Stinker mm-hmm. was low. I don't know. One of those low dogs. Little yippy yappy dogs. Ankle biters. Yeah. Basically call them. She's barking, <laughs> growl, barking, growl. And uh, Charlie was a mix of a you know German Shepherd and a Lab, I think. Okay. And he was a nice. She was the nicest dog in the world. Mm-hmm. But that changed my perspective about animals. And it was a great mm-hmm. way to to uh, teach me and my other siblings like someday. I mean someday the dog will have to pass away mm-hmm. and it's i remember one year we were still in the old house where we where i first grew up in um um lv uh, off 
Bodwin and Jenison. Um, oh, I know where that's at. Yeah. The, I've been through the yeah. Baldwin exit. You go and you go, yeah, okay, yeah. I know where that's at. Yeah. So we went down to, uh, so my dog, Charlie, had a little, mm-hmm. um, it looked like her <coughs> tail, she just bit the the rest of her hair off that tail. Oh, yeah. That seemed to do that, too. And yeah. so you saw a skin. Mm-hmm. And that was when my parents knew it was time to let the dog go and, mm-hmm. and um, time to let it put it to sleep. And it was, you know, it was a very, you know, it was sad, but I didn't cry. I knew it was just part of life. And it was mm-hmm. just a good way to understand that. Uh, things are born and things die Mm -hmm. and I think my brother was born within that same two years of my Mm -hmm. Charlie passing away I don't think my brother even remembers Charlie but uh, but yeah that was kind of one of those moments where you just kind of uh, understand how things go and how things are yeah it's it's part of it's part of nature yeah it's good it's a good way to teach children how to take care of them be responsible and teach them too that that dogs and cats not going to last forever They're, they all we all die at, at certain times but yeah i mean that's yeah that's a good example yeah so so you know we're just going on random stuff and uh another thing that we should talk about is where ron's going next week mm. oh yeah yeah we're going to uh pittsburgh pennsylvania for the mda <laughs> uh god i'm not really sure what the actual event is called but um it was like if you remember our one last podcast that we did discuss that i went to um minnesota minneapolis um so this one's in pennsylvania which is only a six hour drive i think which is not too bad um and looking forward to it and the more you go the more people you meet you can make new friends and people that are just like me are there it's just it's a great uh it's a great moment. It's it's really good. So and you have MD, so I explain. Yeah, muscular Again. dystrophy. It's so weakening of the deterioration or, or atrophy of the muscles. Okay. Um, it's a slow progress. Um, some people are a little bit quicker. Some people, but everyone with my disease has different characteristics, but they're all one and the same. Yeah. Meaning that <clears throat> one guy has cardiomyopathy, and his might be worse. I've got cardiomyopathy, but I can be managed with medicine instead of surgery. But or it could change. Explain that again. What the cardiomyopathy is is uh, your when your heart valves because the heart is a muscle also, um, and usually if you're if you have muscular dystrophy, you're going to have some heart problems too because not major but it starts out small. Like mm-hmm. the last time I went, uh, the cardiologist said, uh, "Hey, you know your your exit valve, which lets the blood flow out and back to the circulation again, mm-hmm. is not working as well as it was earlier." say maybe a year or two ago mm-hmm. but that's to be expected and now that now that scared me i thought oh my god surgery and stints and all this kind of crap and, you know i got him worried you know and and he says no now here's the deal when you do an echocardiogram and depending on what cardiologist reads that their interpretation might be a little bit different a different percentage different than another doctor would be mm-hmm. but in a point to where that's a percentage really doesn't make a difference it, it so he said don't worry about it because don't it's worry not, about yeah, it yeah, don't get worry out of here yeah. you're hard yeah. okay you're yeah. just oh that's yeah. how you right. are and, and if he has to give me more medicine so be it but i'd rather have medicine surgery it's surgery scary you know you might not make it out got anesthesia you know it's 
and and with, when people have a medical disability, their uh, anesthetation or their when they the uh, anesthetist or the doctor the one that puts you out, okay, they have to make a certain formula for certain people because too much could kill them. Too too little wouldn't be enough. So everybody is different. Now you don't have cardiomyopathy. You might I think you had high blood pressure, right? But that's well, yeah. So they, I have, they may treat that different. I have a hypertension blood pressure. Okay. Which I think I could still correct if well, yeah, if well, I do the things. Isn't correctly. that hypertension? Wouldn't that be if you get angry or you get fr- or you get nervous or you get that well, the pressure goes up? Well, is that? I think that's what's more likely. Oh, okay. At the time, when I went to the doctor, my dad was almost into his death mode stage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where he was back in the hospital, he fell. He mm-hmm. basically um, was one of those moments where. The, the medication that he was mm-hmm. on gave him the illusion that life was about to end. Right, okay. When the people are about to end or die, they want everyone around them or people that they want to make peace with. Mm-hmm. And it says, he asked for my sister at least 20 times. And right. she's the one that lived in Iowa and she's mm-hmm. the one that works okay. out of town here and there, mm-hmm. does her own thing. She works for an agency for foster cares, for foster care kids. But he wasn't even asking for her to show up. And um, and at the time, that was what's, what's going on. And I really do think that, you know, I'm a very, if I'm passionate about something or something's wrong yeah, up. Yeah, sure. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I think naturally I'm, everyone's heart goes higher, but mine was just higher right. in that moment because that two, three days or in, Three, five, or maybe a week, two weeks mm-hmm. in a row. Mm-hmm. Here's my dad about to pass. Work, you know, sometimes working and shouldn't say the people that I work with, but sometimes the people that I work with at my job, they're just going to be almost dumb. Yeah, I, I, almost we dumb, discussed your job. But dumbfounded about, yeah, about I, things I that, that yeah. they shouldn't be asking me because I don't have the authority to do anything about it right so you know working with a bunch of women and being one of the only the guys there working with a bunch of women mm-hmm. is it's a what it's a dumb it's a kind of a field of in this um, well kind of like twilight zone yeah. of, of well i'd like to the way i measure that would be testosterone gets estrogen and this is a, a proven fact that that women and men have a certain scent but you can't really smell it it's just this chemical i guess you could say a chemical in the air um and it, when you don't have an equal playing field one outweighs the other this is my theory anyway yeah. but i mean and nothing against women i think women are great but i'm just saying it's that i think it's that chemical imbalance and now if they had the same staff as many guys as they had women it would probably it would probably even yeah. out but yeah. when see it's it's hard to explain, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah I, I, I just, get it. It's the playing field has to be leveled so in at, order for it to work good. At that time, well, I know at that time, I know what happened. At the time was like this person, mm-hmm. you know, she she thought I was body shaming her, and mm-hmm. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And we walked by a gym, mm-hmm. and then supposedly I said, oh, she don't like going to the gym. Mm-hmm. And then she turned around. Oh wow! 
Give me that look. If looks could kill, huh? <laughs> that look. <laughs> he look. He made it. What you talking about? <laughs> like, what are you? I, did, I totally ignored that because I mm. didn't think nothing of it. Right. And she went to the HR and said I was being rude by body right. shaming her. And mm-hmm. I'm like, first of all, I wouldn't body shame somebody. I'm, I'm, I'm already disabled. Right. So exactly. why would I be body shaming be a for hypocrite that? then. Exactly. <laughs> That's, yeah. And the thing about it is like, just because I said or in a song, if I made mm-hmm. that song up, right, that you don't like going to the gym, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you're fat, or it doesn't mean I made fun of you being no, fat. That, right. That, you, it just you go means to work that, out, it just keep means your that, muscle tone up. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's but right. Yeah. For her, she made it sound like that I was making fun of the fact that she didn't want to work out because, and she's fat, mm-hmm. okay. which is dumb. Mm-hmm. So that's two things that was going on. Right. But I really don't think, I just don't really think I'm really hypertension. I think, I don't think I'm really hypertension blood pressure. I think that's good though. If I am hypertension yeah. blood pressure, that means that I have to check my my emotions better. Mm, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. Where, like I literally, and anyone out there who's having a problems or addiction or drugs or drinks too much, and I'm not, I'm not AA, I'm not an addict I don't have I don't have an alcohol issue I might drink maybe one or two more to me beers at mm-hmm. certain yeah, occasions yeah. but but if you are that person please go get that help and you know I'm yeah. telling you that in the right parlay Sean mm-hmm. is going almost 11 months without that's great he, that's, this, that's good to hear yeah, I think I think it was yesterday day. he's gone 11 months without drinking that's good for him that's so that's great, great yeah. for him yeah and uh but I can tell you this. If I drank just too much beer mm-hmm. or I drank too, uh, or I eat too much sodium food, like red food, like say if I eat a pizza or mm-hmm. eat a sandwich mm-hmm. with, a, with, a, uh, with a bread, the white mm-hmm. bread, right. a little less yeah. sodium, I can tell by the next day or six hours later or eight hours later mm-hmm. that my right arm will hurt. Yeah. It's, right. it's not. Yeah. It's not really like painful. It's no, just kind of it, like right. it's yeah. hot. It's, it's reaction you get. From I feel like it's hot. Food. Yeah, I get that. I feel yeah. like it's hot. Mm-hmm. It's not like painful. It's not like I'm having a stroke well, or having a heart attack, but it's just kind of like. Well, and and I can tell by that. Right. So now I am very cautious of what I eat, and now that I've been taking, now I mm-hmm. eat those. Uh, what's those little red? Um, oh, that thing I'm eating now it looks like pickles. But it's not beets. Oh, oh beets, beets, beets. Yeah, I love you know what? Great, good for you. Yeah, and they I tell are you very what? good for you. Yep, I love so them. So I'm on YouTube nah, mm-hmm. or whatever I'm at. Yeah. And I'm looking at stuff. Uh, what's what's the natural s- supplements to load down your heart right. pressure and all yep. that? And beets is. Yep. So now yep. I I they're, eat they're like two beets per day. Pickled beets. Um, what are they? Those are certain. They're made. In, they're manufactured in New York. Aunt Nellie's pickled not? beets. They come in sliced, whole. Or, or big, it depends on. Well, it's not I, manufactured. I it's just that. Well, it's it's processed. We'll play. Okay. Yeah. Processed. It's not, How's it's that? It's okay. actually real food. Yeah. It's yeah, a real it's vegetable. I love them. I can eat. I could. If I sat down, I could eat an entire jar. I wouldn't. Really? But I could eat it. I love the taste of them. They got the. It, it kind of a. It's an earthy taste. It kind of like a dirt taste to them. But it's which sweet. it's it's. But it's that's sweet. part of it, and that's what makes them so. That's the flavor I like. It's not like you're eating dirt, but it has that 
flavor of the ground, and that's a, a root vegetable. So you're going to get that, like potatoes or yeah. rutabagas or yeah. parsnips or whatever, some root vegetable. But I'll tell you, it, as far as health-wise, and they're delicious. I love them. They, the pickled beets especially. Got that sour, bitter, wonderful, vinegary taste. To, oh, yeah. Well, Good stuff. One thing I like about it, it's sweet. Yeah, that's but it. It too, doesn't yeah. have that. Um, it doesn't have a lot of sugar. It's got sugars in it, but, but it's, a natural, it's natural sugar. sugar yeah. yeah, so it's not. Yeah, and I try to eat natural sugar. Or if I have a choice between high fructose or sugar, I'll go with the sugar. Because the high fructose, sometimes I'll put high fructose syrup in and then double that. And then they'll put sugar in it too. And it's like, you, you, you got to watch your labels. Yeah, you could. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. I, I still think that there's ways to, and I think that my heart will, my high hypertension heart will go up again mm-hmm. when my dad's mm-hmm. back in the hospital or he's. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. Anything emotional or anything yeah. to do with your your um, psyche or whatever you know your your mood or what have you, that will affect your blood pressure. And and I I've got high blood pressure, but not hypertension blood pressure. So in other words, what happens if you get mad or you get emotional or something comes up that's that then your pressure goes up because it's your body saying oh, i'm worried now and the heart's going oh i better give him some more blood i better you know so wait a second what's what's different between me and you mine's more emotional yours yeah is more yeah mine is mine is like physical we're like it, it's hard to explain it's it's i feel like with yours yeah if, if you have a hyper if, if you have a high blood pressure yeah them just to me that means like your heart has to work harder right exactly yeah yeah all the time mm-hmm. where, where your your blood pressure my, varies it, it could be this way and then something happens and it'll go way up yeah but then eventually it comes back down again but yeah, yeah. okay with yeah. mine it's, it's always there but i have to take a medication to control it to keep it at a certain level so if i go out and jog or do something or get angry or something i'm not gonna it's not gonna affect me anymore because of medication but with you when your temper, your feelings, your emotions go up, that's what triggers it. So that's why you take a medication for that type of yeah blood pressure. So yeah, there's difference, but there yeah, of course. Um, but um, um, oh, we're gonna talk about Thanksgiving. I think how and uh, um, we're gonna tell uh, tell the people which ones. I I uh, matter of fact, I I have a neighbor. He has cancer, and we won't mention any names, but um. He's going through some hard times now, and he doesn't really have any family. And the other day, we said, "Hey, why don't you come over, and we'll cook Thanksgiving dinner, and we'll have it. You're invited." Yeah. You know. And he thought, "Oh, that's wonderful. Are you sure? Yeah, no problem. Don't worry about it." And uh, of course, he he came over, and and uh, I mean, he it, by the end of the evening, he was almost in tears. He really appreciated oh, really? that, and it just and it just and I thought, you know, that that really makes you feel person feel good when. You have somebody that's your neighbor. I've known him for 16 years, so it's yeah. just like I, I know him in and out. I know him every all of him basically, um, and and at sometimes he's you've met him before too. Um, he can be a prick sometimes. He'd be an asshole and he's grouchy. But all in all, you don't. What makes a person is they're you outweigh the good with the bad, and the goods and outweigh the bad every time. So. And his family's not around and everything. And I thought, you know, that would be, I thought he'd really appreciate it. It would feel good about me doing something like for somebody like that. Well, I mean, no, I, yeah, I, I, and I thought that's so sad. And I'm, I can say, we, we can consider ourselves very fortunate. We do have family. Yeah. You have adopted family, but they're still family. I mean, they're, they're, your family seems pretty close yeah. in a sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and mine does too. But now that he doesn't have a family, I can be part of his. Yeah. See? And, and I, I at least own that because. He's done a lot of stuff for me too. So yeah, but a good guy, you know. It's well. I mean, 
for him, he grew up in the sixties. Yeah, fifties. Well, early and then his he, childhood is fifties, and then mostly sixties and seventies. Well, was, yeah, well, he was born he, in the fifties, right, and he grew up in the sixties. Yeah, sixties, mid seventies as mm-hmm. teenager. Yeah, and there are like Leonard Skinner, long hair, mm-hmm. you know, Robert yeah, it's Plant a total dinner, different generation. So his dad gave him a lot of smack for not having yeah. long hair, yeah, and not cut his hair. And you know, right, his dad grew up in the era of the 1940s and 50s where yep. men wear short hair, buzz hair, or yep. wear hair like yep. Elvis. And yeah, exactly. That, yeah. But real old school. But uh, I mean, a lot of you know, a lot of guys. Just don't know how to uh, have a conversation with normal people. And I think that's unfortunate for him. He was just always, his dad was always really hard for him. Mm-hmm. And just didn't mm-hmm. accept yeah. him for who he was. Right, exactly. But to be yeah. honest with you, back in the days, if you have a kid, if you had a, if you were bringing up your kid in the 50s mm-hmm. and you grew up in the 60s, 70s, mm-hmm. you're still in that tough SOB era. Right. Where yeah. you just yeah, be tough and don't cry about right. it and just mm-hmm. go to work and yeah. have a family, yeah. have kids, and mm-hmm. just do it. And, you know, a lot of times when you don't have that support, you're going to end up with a very confused personality or very um, yeah, that's true. sheltered yeah. or mm-hmm. over-sheltered or you're just not going to be able to express yourself fully so that you can actually meet someone of the opposite sex Right. to have a relationship with yeah so and i did and i totally i get where is where your neighbor is coming from because when mm-hmm. i grew up i mean i didn't look like anyone else i was totally cerebral palsy look yeah stroke looking kind of mm-hmm. kid what kind of wobble back and forth mm-hmm. my left hand is totally totally messed up mm-hmm. um i just look like i'm a wounded animal and even though I was a nice kid and all that, mm-hmm. I mean, just interacting with people or the opposite sex or just with anybody, right. it was like I had to get their permission for me to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, even if you're friends with somebody, you're only, f- like, I would only have a couple of good close friends because those close friends would only be the ones reaching out to me as a friend. Mm-hmm. Where everyone else was like, "Oh, here's Andre, the special cripple okay, kid." Okay, right, right. So I get that, and then t- mm-hmm. I mean, I tell you what, I I tell people if you're disabled, you're born with disability, and you're mm-hmm. a teenager or you're eight years old, mm-hmm. or if you have kids or a nephew or niece that's disabled, I mean, you just have to tell them to ride the wave. Mm-hmm. But sooner or later, yeah, you're gonna you're getting that, out right. of high school, mm-hmm. and shit really doesn't matter. And yeah, you're right. And I yeah, think absolutely. And I tell people, and I should really start my own business about about helping kids or people with the young or young people with disability who are able to live on their own to just really, right, yeah. you know, tune things up mm-hmm. where they can actually develop as a young adult. Correct, because yeah. there's a lot of people out there with disability, and and you know who are born with disability. Maybe they had a stroke as a child, birth, or or in a freak accident, or whatever. Right. Your brain still is functionable, and you're able to do things. Mm-hmm. It's different. Two things are different. 
when a child was born with disability, with a brain injury and all that stuff, he might have learning disabilities. If you're a person who got into an accident and your brain is not affected by it, you might have an easier time to learn and adjust new things in life. And that's what a lot of times people, parents don't understand how to to navigate their kids with. Right. Like my parents really didn't know how to navigate mm-hmm. my disability. They know mm-hmm. that I had to go to a special ed class. Right. Mm-hmm. They know that I had to go to uh, a reading class after mm-hmm. school, which I hated, which I didn't want to yeah. learn anyways. So right. that in itself was school from 7.30 in the morning till 5.30 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So my dad would pick me up and take right. me to uh, to uh, a speech therapist mm-hmm. every, like three times, tw- twice a week. Okay. When I was like right. 10, 8 years mm-hmm. old. Hated it. I don't, I don't, I don't condone it, but I don't think that that's the way to learn right. and teach. Right. But that's a whole different well, subject. But when what I'm trying to tell people mm-hmm. is like, you're going to have to figure out what your kids are good at. Yeah. And exactly. focus on right that. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it. Some people are like, well, my kid doesn't like sports and all this. But I tell people like, even if your kid is not able to play sports like the other kids, you might as well put them in and see how well they do. And, and if they kind of well figure out that they're not going to be professional athletes, right. yeah. but what they'll teach them is how to become a team yeah. player, socializing skills, mm-hmm. anything that has to do with right. interaction with uh, another person mm-hmm. that doesn't look like you, act like you, or even is related to you. Right. Because the difficult part is to get along with people that's not related right. to that's, you at that's, all. You know, that's true that you say that because of the fact that when I was a kid, I had a learning disability, but it wasn't as... Uh, I can't say common, but the way the parents did it is basically here. You go into. I did do some special ed classes, but that was more or less for behavioral things. Because with my MD and a, as a kid, you have behavioral issues, unfortunately. But but once I got into regular but wait, school. But wait, why would that be? If you with your MD, what would what's what's the well? It, it that's it, it. Not only do I have cardiomyopathy and my muscles are weakening, but some people that I recently. I, only found this out maybe three or four years ago that uh, when you're a kid you may have emotional problems you may have behavior problems that's just part of the uh, the condition I guess it were but um, but that's not that's assuming that okay. right but the one thing I don't agree with that mm-hmm. is this you're assuming that if someone has a disability they have an emotional or mental well uh, no disability. I'm just saying in, in my your ca- in your case yeah, did you actually case, yeah. have a mental issue with well, your mind? It, it wasn't mental. It's just child behavioral type things. But what um, child behavior did you Oh, it's like notice. whining and crying and, and throwing fits and did you have that? doing inappropriate things. Yeah. Did you do that? Yeah, I okay. did do that. But okay. it was it, it, it came with a terror. And, and unbeknownst to me, they didn't know I had this yet. We didn't know. There's something wrong with it, but nobody, I didn't, I didn't even know. And so I go back to the point to where you made it earlier where you said that um if your kid likes this then do what your kids want you know what i'm saying i mean if they want to do if they don't like football they don't like sports try something you'll find something that whatever they want to do and then cater to them on it if they want to draw give them pencils and papers and pens if they want to ride motorcycles or give them a bicycle give them tools you know if they want to be a mechanic give them tools do what they want to do because that way they're more comfortable they're not set in cement where you have to do this and you have to do that 
and you have to grow up here and you have to you have to go to high school graduate go to college have kids live and die okay but i don't want to do that i want to graduate high school i want to go to tech school or i want to open my own business so if you give that child the tools and the encouragement to pursue that they're going to be happier in their life and that's that's when you brought that up and i thought you know that's so very true you know i mean and and that's another thing you know it, it that kid's happy now that kid doesn't have to spend the rest the rest of his life trying to fit in where he didn't really appreciate it anyway you know and now he's miserable well so, yeah. well i think and i think in your case mm-hmm. it's a lot it's a lot different because you're md and you guys didn't know that you had it mm-hmm. but i think in your case you know my point of view, mm-hmm. you probably had more advantage than I did because okay. I think in some ways your brain was working differently. You're much more hands-on mm-hmm. mechanical. Yes. Now, only if you really decided to work on cars and trucks and all that, yeah. I think you would have had a different type of career. Oh, yeah, definitely. But maybe yeah, you but just didn't know anything about it until now yeah, whatever i mean yeah you are in a, your 60s yeah, so there's, there's a lot of variables in yeah, there too so i mean it yeah in my case everything was difficult yeah, like right like i'm i'm being honest like just learning algebra or math and mm. just understanding punctuations right, yeah. and oh yeah in english you're right yeah i agree that i agree it could be hard for kids but the thing is like a lot of times kids with disabilities have mm-hmm. a different type of talent Oh yeah, and unfortunately yeah, for me, that's very true. And unfortunately for me, because I don't have the use of my left hand, mm-hmm. I can't use my energy in music or instruments mm-hmm. or sports. So fortunately, I was able to be able to uh, decipher people's personalities or decipher mm-hmm. uh, ways to socialize the people. Yeah, or, yeah, or that, be able to, or be able to. Yeah, you have understand. that. Disab- you have that advantage because giving my neighbor, and I, I said to Andre, I said, "So what do you think?" And the, he said one word. He said bitter, and I go, "How did you get that?" Just by talking to him. You, you, you have a well, knack yeah. for that. I, I've noticed that. I think you do. You, you but a know, lot of times, know. and I will tell you this: a lot of times, people with a disability who have a who are left kind of behind mm-hmm. they I've heard that they developed this um, mechanism of def- uh, a defensive mechanism okay where they overanalyze people or, or they analyze their surroundings mm-hmm. and a lot of times their surroundings may not even be what they actually think it is right so because I do that I just probably did things incorrectly in my past Right. So I would analyze even myself. So, uh, for example, I'll, I'll use this. Because I really thought that women would not like me. Right. I mentally train my brain over years and years and say, mm-hmm. I really do not need a relationship with anybody. Okay. Right. And that in itself, and I said this to my own brain, that's what I've said this for years and years mm-hmm. to myself. Mm-hmm. And that mindset mm-hmm. develop into a reality where I'm not pursuing anybody of the opposite sex okay. for relationship. Right. So in some ways I overanalyze my own disability and kind of like 
screwed with my own uh, passions or interests mm-hmm. in okay. women. And God forsake the women that took care of me in Colombia or uh, being abandoned in Colombia by all my my own mother and having my, my adopted mother tre- um, be very cynical about right. life and self mm-hmm. didn't help either. Right. But I didn't, I don't look at women to be the problem with their, with everything or their, or my own surroundings, my own environment. Right. Yeah. So I have a sense of understanding. Okay. This is the way I look. This is, I'm not going to be able to probably pursue the pretty girl, but as I got a little older and older, I'm like, well, who really cares? Right. Yeah. So what if uh-huh. the pretty girl does like me and what are people going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and it, and I used to be really influenced influenced by other people's opinions. Right. So okay. if the kids or high school kids, mm-hmm. when I was in high school, would say, would say, well, that girl shouldn't like you, so I don't know why you're trying to look for her. And they right. would make fun of me because I'd be flirting with a girl that mm-hmm. they want, not knowing that they couldn't go up to and talk to, or the girls that, the girls that would talk to me mm-hmm. actually liked me. Mm-hmm. And the guys there, the the same the same guys right. who who were making fun of the idea, mm-hmm. were just simply jealous of the fact that they couldn't spit game naturally. Okay. So it was just some things that some guys have and some guys don't. Right. So yeah. I, yeah so right. That's true. women to <laughs> me are not the the obstacle. Women okay. to me is just no. They're kind of the. Like, I enjoy myself being around women that I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those guys that would say, oh, my wife's a, my girlfriend's a bitch. Right. Oh, I got to go see this stupid movie. Mm-hmm. I got to do this shit. Yeah. And I don't understand why men who are like that, like, then why do you just, why don't you just date a dude and call it good? Right. If you, yeah. if you, if you, hate, yeah, it's, if you, you hate doing all that shit so much with a woman, Mm-hmm. And just go and find a boyfriend and shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I'm like, to me, I don't mind going to a dumb no, movie I, here yeah, and there. Right. I don't mind going to nice restaurants and going no, on dates. I don't mind. No, I don't And going either. on dates and dressing up yeah. every once in a while. Well, yeah. That's, that's I mean, part of course, of we yeah. all want hanky panky times. Right. Well, that's that's part of a relationship. You got to take the good and the bad. And if if you don't, if you're with somebody and they're going to movies and you don't like to go with them, then why would you be with them? I don't. Yeah, you I know, mean, that's I stupid. Get that. Yeah, sure. So I t- sure. to me, I'm like, to me, like, yeah, I don't mind going on dates with with, with girls, right, yeah. and and I don't mind, like, you know, like if, if we hook up. Yeah. We hook up, but we don't. I'm not going to get all shit face about it. I right, took yeah. her on three dates, and she wouldn't touch my pecker. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, I know. I get it. Doesn't to always you, work I, that I way, to, there, no, sunshine. You're right. Yeah. I mean, you're not yeah. Julio Iglesias, you moron. Yeah. You can't hold a tune, can you? No. Or Elvis Presley. Get yeah. the get out. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. Big bada boom bada bang. Get out of here. If you can't. Get, if she doesn't like you, who cares? And yeah, that's something that, no. that's something that no, I realize. I, I can see that. That's a, that's a good outlook, though. I, I see because you you can't you can't get hurt that way. No. But you, you're like, but if I, I did, if I went out on a date with some gal and it didn't work out, at least I had the 
the companionship of a woman to take out on a date and have a good time. And yeah. if it doesn't work out, so be it. And that's good. I get that. I can see that. Yeah. But I used okay. to, I, I used to, what I did yeah. is that I would, even I know that when I was a teenager, I would, I would mentally train myself to right. take the rejection. Okay. Even yeah, if the girl I, I liked, mean, and I, yeah. even if the girl I liked at school mm-hmm. and talked to her, mm-hmm. I already had a set thought that she would right. say no, no matter what. Okay. Even if I had the car. Okay. Or even if I had a nice car. Right. I okay. train myself to have her say no. Right. And if she said yes, I probably would flip out with my own brain. <gasps> what yeah. am I gonna do? I got. She said yes. Probably freak out like well, yeah, now I got pick never, her up. Yeah, you never anticipated that that situation. And you that, know, it's like too good to be true. I was like, but wow. That, yeah, but that's yeah. why. That's yeah. probably reason why I didn't go on any dates, and especially when I had a yeah. car. Gotcha. Because yeah. I trained myself to yeah. to be the to the nice guy or right. to be yeah. that way too nice guy. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So, but in reality, I just screw myself over of just. Having a relationship with somebody of the opposite sex. Exactly. Now I'm right. now I'm having a forty year old kid, mm-hmm. my buddy, live on a full time mm-hmm. and farting all the time. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Parley Sean. <Yeah>. Thanks. <laughs> Love you, man. I really do. But no, I get that, yeah. But you know, mm-hmm. but it's it's weird because I'll go out and I live downtown. And I go out to places where people are, right? Yeah. Even if I don't know them, mm-hmm. like the new bar down on Ionia. Oh, what's it called? It's called a Hollows or Hollies or Hollows. Okay. Right next to uh, Grand Rapids Brewing, and it's okay. a really nice restaurant. Okay. I mean, their place like f- some place at like thirty, forty bucks. Wow. And their drinks like fifteen, like. Oh yeah, I the, remember you telling me about uh, that. The but, man, I think the yeah. Manhattan that I had, or the bourbon that I had. Yeah. yeah. I th- no, I think the old fashioned I had was. Yeah, you said fifteen you had two bucks. Fashions and so it was cost me thirty bucks. 30 bucks. Wow. But That's you know a, what? Yeah. But but hey, I would only to, I would only do that maybe once in a blue moon. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, but next time I go, I just have one drink and leave. Yeah. But right, but that's I mean you're you're checking the place out and you you you'd call me on the phone sometimes he'll go to a bar and he'll like it and he'll go hey and it'll, he'll give me a call and he'll say hey I'm at this bar and the atmosphere is great the way they decorate it Hollis. drinks are good yeah, to, yeah. and it's I'm Hollis. like cool that's great so even if you aren't in there all night because it's not really affordable that's way too much but just to experience that and have a drink and be in a place like that is great that's that's yeah I that's just neat yeah yeah I just and then it's funny that I go to places mm-hmm. with other people, especially other straight people are. Right. Yeah. And I have nothing against the gay bars, but since I'm a heterosexual, I'd mm-hmm. like to be around other heterosexuals. Mm-hmm. And just seeing people are having a good time. Right. Yeah. That's that's uh, but just seeing other people yeah. around. Yeah. Like no, that's that's a, I, I, I give I, people I, that, yeah. I give people credit. If you're a married man Right to any girl I give you so much credit because mm-hmm. I don't know at my age mm-hmm. if I could handle just the, the, the little nick picks of life mm-hmm. like right. I don't know yeah. on a Friday or Saturday night mm-hmm. if she, 
and let's say we were in our house for the last three weekends in a row. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could sit there for another fourth weekend in a row watching a Netflix movie or Hulu Plus stuff or right. HBO yep. Max or mm-hmm. whatever and just sitting there watching a movie and not actually mm-hmm. going out. Right. And some guys love it. And some guys yeah. go downstairs and watch their games all day long or nights mm-hmm. all night long. Mm-hmm. And I'm I, I'm a sports guy. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I can't just watch. Like, I won't I won't watch right. football all day long mm-hmm. just because I love football. It's either Detroit Lions, the Michigan Wolverines. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's like Oregon against Oregon State or Oregon against somebody or Alabama against mm-hmm. Ole Miss or it's got to be a really key game for me. Like, okay, I'm going to watch this game. Yeah, okay. But I just... I don't know how other men will just sit there. Like, my brother is kind of like that. If mm-hmm. if he doesn't have to do anything with his kids, yeah. he will just sit on the couch, yeah. watch whatever he watches for, mm. like, five, six straight hours and not right. lift a finger okay. and all that. And I'm wow. like, I don't yeah. know how people do that. I, I don't I, you know. I, yeah. I literally, I literally read. Mm-hmm. And I read my books. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm reading about the emperor Marcus Aurelius, mm-hmm. who is actually the emperor of Ro- of of Rome. Okay. Is it Greece or Rome? I think it's could have been R- Rome. Yeah. I think it's okay. Rome. I think he's All a right. Roman emperor. Okay. But I'm reading about his book about the meditation. Sure. And yeah. his thoughts and ideas of being by himself and he mm-hmm. writes down his notes. Mm-hmm. And he was never supposed to publish it. He was never right. going to publish it. Mm-hmm. So there's at least five books of his ideas and thoughts. Okay. And they, all these so-called philosophers or scholars mm-hmm. and all that, by them reading it, they kind of thought that these were more philosophical ideas, okay. uh-huh. and they made it into a philosophy book. Okay. Okay. Or, yeah, like a philosophy book, mm-hmm. which is funny because he never attended Marcus Aurelius never attended to publish it as a private. It's kind of like journal. Like oh, right. Yeah. Journal. It, okay. Sure. So he was never attending to right. p- publish it. Okay. So the next time we get together, we'll probably take notes and we'll probably put things together. And we also have another game board yeah. of these questions. Yeah. And, we might, uh, and we'll try. I'm trying to elaborate more of different things to talk about because. Right. Yeah talking about our disabilities mm-hmm. can be kind of redundant yeah. unless you're a new person asking well, questions about yeah. our disability true yeah I, I i see that um oh earlier you're mentioning that um, about women and and your life's choices basically now when i was about oh i don't know 17 or 18 i was wanted to get married i knew right then i wanted to get married and i wanted to have a kid i was serious about it, it wasn't no half-assed no Luckily, I didn't get anybody pregnant before that or anything, thank God. But I was bound and determined to do it, and that was my life's goal, and I'm comfortable with that now. Where other people, in your case, in other words, thought, you know what? I'm the type of person I'm not really going to dwell on that right now because I want to focus more on life. And that's what I'm – and, I'm, you know, you're not married, but that's, that's – that's, see, when you're younger, that's the decision you make. Some people want to get married. Some people don't. And whatever decision you make, that's 
in your heart. That's what you find yeah. to do. And that's why you want to, you know, where you and I went different routes, but you thought, you, literally you said like, you know. Well, these, I, I'm, you know, I, I mentally train myself. To yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. yeah. Where, again, but I, I think you and I have different disabilities. Mm-hmm. Totally different disabilities. Yes, yeah. yeah. Where you didn't have that from, from the get-go. Right. So I because did, you yeah. didn't have that from the get-go, mm-hmm. you could mentally think about the future in a way that you could actually mm-hmm. take care of your mm-hmm. your offspring and your spouse mm-hmm. if you had to. Mm-hmm. In my case, it was from the get-go of my yeah. disability. And right. Everything was against me. Mm-hmm. So because, well, everything was not for me. I wouldn't say right. against me, but... Everything wasn't for me, mm-hmm. so I was too much based on genetics and ideology of uh, how the body is supposed to look like, how the brain's supposed to be, yep. how two people of the opposite mm-hmm. sex are supposed to correspond and have a relationship with, and that mm-hmm. was my my Achilles heel. Right, is that I self-diagnose my behavior. As mm-hmm. if I'm my own psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. When in reality, a trained psychiatrist yes. would probably tell me, you're f- not really feeling sorry for yourself, but you're projecting an idea that mm-hmm. shouldn't be true to your disability. Right. Yeah. So that psychiatrist probably say, you can get married. You, mm-hmm. If you want to get married, because I want to have kids and get married someday to myself, but back in my mind, like, who's going to marry a guy who's going to be disabled? Yeah, right. Who's going to marry you, yeah. a guy that can't? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of things that most men are able to do should be able to ch- change a tire, uh, mm-hmm. fix things around the house, right? Uh, do the little nick picks around the mm-hmm. basement or whatever. Yeah, right. The wife That's, needs to pick something yeah. up. That your wife can't pick up. You you describe me to a T. So okay, yeah. So basically, those that idea is what I knew. That's mm-hmm. what women really wanted. Mm-hmm. And women didn't really want them to make more money than a man. Mm-hmm. They wanted the man to be able to make more money hypothetically. Right. Now, like I said this before, if you're married to a doctor and you're a doctor, if your wife is got promoted and she makes. $30,000 more two doctors weren't care because they're so smart that they know yeah, right. they, yeah. they, they, it's not, that's yeah. not important they're, they're very comfortable in their career yeah, they're, but, they're set, yeah. Well, but when gotcha. people are you know one's a mechanic one's a nurse or one's whatever or yeah. one's if the wife is not and I said this before when women are graduating mm-hmm. from college and have a degree yeah. they won't stoop down to the guy that doesn't have a college doesn't have a degree mm-hmm. That doesn't make enough money. So if he's an electrician mm-hmm. or a uh, traveling um, uh, a journeyman mm-hmm. who makes $80,000 a year, she'll marry that guy even though she went to college and finished college and she makes 50000 mm-hmm. he makes eighty or 60, 65. Mm-hmm. That's not the issue. The issue is that a lot of girls don't, girls who are educated right. want to date guys who are not educated who make $20, $30 less okay. than what they do. So if she okay. makes fifty thousand dollars, yeah, and I say I I only make thirty, it's very mm-hmm. still I'm very unlikely that the is that the woman will marry down and support me because technically that's unnatural. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people argue, well, this is the twenty first century, 
Women can well, do just yeah, as much as men. That's right. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But hypothetically, genetic, genetically, the man brain and the woman's brain don't actually change. Okay. That's not... A lot, of, and I'll get a lot of bullshit off this because a lot of things going on with transgender and all this. Okay. But women who are straight are not going to marry a man who is probably a trans or a man who's extraordinarily feminine. Okay. Now they have fatuations about Prince and all that. Right. But even those women won't marry a guy like that. Mm-hmm. They think he's cute and funny and all that. And like, oh, he's like he dances. Yeah. But most likely they won't have a date or marry a guy okay. like that. Okay. And it's yeah. hardwired. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, women and men are good, very hardwired. It's a good definition. So there's, yeah. so there's things that women look for in, in men, and there's certain things that women look uh, that men look into women. Right. Like yeah. there's no like a lot of people. A lot of people don't understand that when a man who is actually a heterosexual, mm-hmm. he gets hooked up with a with a girl who is a transgender who has actually used to be a man, that straight guy won't continually date that transgender female who was used to be a man. Okay. And it's because men and women are hardwired. It has nothing yeah. to do about the guy being a bit, a, bit, um, um, a, a jerk or a uh, sexist a- right, right. a-hole. Yeah. Anything like that. It, it, it has to do with hardwired. Yeah, and and that's something that most people don't understand. Mm -hmm. In my case, I understood that most likely women are not going to marry a guy who's shorter than they are, Mm -hmm. who are less making less money than I do. Mm -hmm. And the problem with that though is I train myself to think about all my situations Mm -hmm. like that with every single woman. Right. Okay. So because I did that. I didn't proceed or progress with any body of the opposite sex. And that was right, my yeah. downfall. Okay. When you're right. up with your situation, you didn't care. And which is very, I mean, if you go, if you take, if you, if you want to take, right. if you're a disabled That's, man or you don't know that you are yet, or you mm-hmm. become disabled man, Ron's actually a perfect example of someone that actually can live out his dream regardless of your disability right exactly and and what you brought up earlier too is saying that um and as a rule in the hardwired and back in the day and stuff that that was the guy had the big job and he made more money than the wife and the wife was at home or she had a small part-time or something but things have changed recently a lot Mm -hmm. and my wife always made more than i did but her job was more more using your mind using your brain and she's she's a very smart woman she she knows a lot of she knows her algebra she reads you know she's very smart and for her making more money than me didn't bother me i think that's great that somebody at a certain point had to make good money which i did now i did work too but the skills i had i didn't have any office skills i didn't have any computer skills i didn't no. do that intelligent no. stuff i was a hands-on guy like yeah. you mentioned earlier and you which is fine yeah but when she made more money it doesn't bother me i'm glad yeah. she did thank god because I remember when we first got married, we were really struggling. And that's a lot with everybody. You know, you, yeah. you get to a point where you're broke. And you end up selling things or selling things you don't want. Or she'd sell my coin collection. You know, just a, a little example of that. But but when I think of it, to, nowadays are totally different. And if the woman does make more money, to me, it's not a big deal. No. I mean, it's, it's different now. And, but it's a good, I don't, it doesn't bother me. 
but I, I think it's good because now I'm comfortable and now I know that we can afford certain things and we're not going to run into that situation to dire straits where we have no. to sell something or give blood or, you know? Yeah. And I, and yeah. And I will say this. I think you're in a situation where your wife had people in her own imminent yeah, family, family who was disabled. Yes. yes. So right. I think that helped her mentally to prepare for herself to be able to help the family mm -hmm. or you and her mm -hmm. s to support the family. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think that's a unique situation. Yeah, I, she I will say that a lot of times you have to find someone. Well, in my case, I would probably have to do kind of the same route as you did mm -hmm. where I have to hypothetically find a girl who has family members who are disabled right. and sees and overlooks things. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not doesn't mean I'm have to go out with on a day every time and say, "Well, do you have anybody in your family disabled?" Yeah. And she says, "No, I don't think it's gonna work out." And she's like, "Why not?" Uh, because you know, because you won't understand me when I'm the uh, limp and stumpy and nothing. Right. That that right. I mean, that's be a bad way to look at it. Right. But, but I think I, that I, I think point, though. I, yeah. I think you're, that's you're very. To, yeah. I think that's kind of the scenario that your wife was. Yeah. Well, saw that where she and I, it didn't I, let her that yeah. didn't let her bother her and I wasn't diagnosed yet no but I did have a gait which is a wobbly Wobble, walk yeah but I just figured everybody would ask me about that and I'd say well that's just the way I am and they just whatever and they drop it so it's that that didn't make any difference on her to where no you know so but once it got worse now we're married and things are getting worse, but she was still there. Yeah, she didn't leave. I've, I've heard a lot of situations where somebody will get a stroke or they'll be paralyzed or something. The wife just up and leave. Yeah, I can't deal with this. I won't deal with this and they up and leave. It's terrible. Yeah, it it's is awful. true, though. But it's, it's true. I mean, yeah. it, it, I mean, I think when you said that, that people mm -hmm. just up to can leave, mm -hmm. that really does happen. It and does, I'm yeah. telling you it's the truth. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I'm fortunate that I have this disability from the day I was born because mm -hmm. now I can see all the f all the fakes all the yeah, phonies right, yeah. and all that yeah, bullshit yeah. that's not real right on. and a lot of people are like well that's a lot of people just you know what if you're not born with disability you don't ha have anyone in your family that's disabled you're never gonna understand this sooner no you won't you'll never understand you'll never you understand you never see that. my point yeah. of view because exactly right you know people are not human beings are not naturally kind no, in my opinion i think yeah, they're no, right you're right that that's yeah yeah. We can be kind, but naturally they're not. And, and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, the world's going crazy now and things are, people are mean, but they're still nice people. Yeah. They're still nice people. I, it, matter of fact, I, I'll tell you what, I was at the store the other day <clears throat> in my van and I get out. Now I can get out of the van, but I can't get back in. The ramp's too steep and it was designed for an electric chair, which is fine. But what usually happens though is I'm at the counter and I said, hey, is there anybody here that can push me up in my ramp in the van? And the guy behind me in line says, Hey, I can do that for you. About a young man. He was about, oh, I'd say early 30s, you know, you know, average looking guy, you know, seemed really nice. He says, yeah, I can help you. I'll just, I'll be out in a second. So I get out there and he says, here, I got, I'm going to put this in my truck. I'll be right back. Put, you in. put stuff in the truck, come back, push me in. Thank you very much. You need anything else? Oh, no, yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. That was it. So there's a lot of nice people out there that are really good about that, you know, and, and it, it, I take advantage of that because, it, it, you know, it, that way it gives you a better outlook today because there's so many mean people, too. There's assholes out there. They're just terrible. But, but people like this, total strangers, 
can come up and help you out like that. And most, 99.9% of the time, I get that, and that's fine. Most people are pretty good, but there are people, I'll give you another example, um, older gentleman, probably a veteran, I'm assuming, you know, didn't know anything about me, but he asked to help, and I said, I'm, I appreciate it, thank you, but I'm okay. And he, I think that kind of disgruntled him. He didn't say anything, but I could tell by his facial expression he wasn't happy about that. Well, no. You know, I mean, and but I can't read that, I, and I appreciate it. But, you know, I don't want to – if there's something I can do, I don't want to take advantage of other people to do it because I can do it myself. You know, I, I got my pride. But yeah. some people, when they do that, they don't see that. They want to help that person. If they don't, then they feel kind of let down or like, yeah. uh, I'm not that good for you. Or I, I shouldn't have asked that. You know, and it was no, no offense to him. But that's the way he took it. And I, I don't get that very often. It's very no. seldom I get it. But mm -hmm. in other words, everything I do get is pretty positive. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, you just got to have a different perspective in life sometimes. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You have to just kind of understand different mm -hmm. people's moods mm -hmm. and behaviors. And yeah. Right. I think the key is, like, if you have someone in your family that's disabled or something like that, um, I'm telling you, listen to the Crazy Dre podcast show. Um, we'll talk about more stuff like this. Um, I, I'll even talk about the news here and there. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, it's been an hour. Wow. So it goes by so quick, doesn't by it? By so quick. <laughs> so talk about. I'd like to thank Ron for coming back oh, on the show. Oh, you're welcome. More than happy to I'd be like here. I'd like to thank uh, all the peeps on there, people out there. Um, Grand Rapids, Mexico now, Canada. Oh wow! United wow, States. Yeah, everyone that's listening to uh, all eight hundred and fifty of them. It's probably more now, isn't it? No, have you taken a no? Uh, there's there's already like I think I've had over like some hundred eight hundred downloads. Really? Wow, but it's really not that much yet because no, I'm not no, consistent. but hey, it's better than nothing. Hey, yeah. I mean, so so this is gonna be air on Sunday. Yeah. Sunday morning. Would drink coffee before you guys go to church or that caught thing you guys do, whatever you guys do. But uh, I shouldn't say that. But I know. <laughs> but uh, I like to thank everyone out there. I like to thank uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I like to thank uh, Podbean dot com. I like to thank even Buzzsprout for being there in the beginning, kind of showing things for me. Um, thanks. Adios. And have a good weekend and go blue. F you, Ohio State. Yep, we'll see ya. <laughs>